1: You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about Timeless Legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's Rookie Class, whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Love to hear from you. Best and worst of the weekend. Is it a Monday or a Tuesday? <laughs> we all did it. Yeah. I can't believe we got football in a couple of days. It's one of those where you go, eh, we're almost halfway through the week here. We got football on Thursday. Welcome to a Tuesday, but we'll treat it like a Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler's standing by. You can also email, tweet this program and uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Got some college football to recap. We'll preview the NFL season. I'll give you my Super Bowl pick on Thursday. But I feel pretty good about it. I made up my mind a little too soon. But uh, I'll give that to you on Thursday as we get ready for the Buffalo Bills and the L.A. Rams. Uh, poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Uh, tremendous amount of turnover in college football every year. But just because teams will change their rosters, the results don't always vary. If you look at the SEC, the SEC as a whole went 14-1 so far this season. Georgia was a completely different team than Utah or uh, Oregon. Uh, you had Utah losing against Florida. You had Arkansas knocking off Cincinnati. So you start to think about this where you go, the SEC is great. But then you start to think who can keep up with them, who can go up to that level. I don't think Notre Dame can compete with those teams. Uh, Ohio State can. Uh, but Georgia is just – that That was a different team than, than Oregon. Oregon. It's almost as if you said, wait, are are they both in college football? They play at the, they're both Division one schools. They're both top 15 schools. Oregon's 11. and Oregon does have talent. But even Kirby Smart, Georgia's head coach after the game said, you know there, there's a difference in talent. And he's right. Georgia lost what 15 players to the NFL last year. Did't look like that. Watching Clemson last night, I still think they got a quarterbacking issue. D.J. Uyangalale threw for a touchdown, ran for another, but it just felt a little less inspiring than I would have thought. And, you know, it's the first game. Uh, but I, I think if you're looking at Clemson, you're looking at what should have a marquee quarterback and highly recruited. When he first started there, he was backing up uh, Trevor Lawrence, and you went, oh, my God, they're in great hands. And then last year, more interceptions than touchdowns. First time since 07, Clemson blocked two punts in the same game, and they set up touchdowns there. But the top seven teams went 5-2 and two in Week 1, Utah and Notre Dame, the teams suffering losses. And that's the first time two top seven teams lost in Week 1 since 2016. Also, When you open up with a big opponent, you know, Utah losing to Florida, unranked Florida, you can still win your conference and then maybe still get a chance to get back in. Notre Dame losing at Ohio State, you might go, okay, that's a quality loss. All right. Well, you got to run the table now, and they still have Clemson, still have USC. USC look fresh. Um, I'm just curious about USC's defense. I expect the offense to be great. If the defense is good, then USC is going to be in contention. And once again, we have to wait until 2016. That's what they voted on, 2016, as they expand the playoffs in college football. But we don't know if they're going to break that contract, and maybe they try to you know, fast-forward it to 2024. And also keep this in mind. And I was wondering about this with college football. If they're going to wait till 2026 to go to 12 teams, what do you do in the interim? What's college football going to do? And this is what I wouldn't rule out. Don't have a source on this. This is just me looking at this speculation. Are they looking at restructuring college football? Do we get it to the point where maybe haves have nots? Maybe we get to 50 teams. Maybe 40 teams. Maybe we don't have Utah State playing Alabama to open up the season. Maybe Alabama's playing Utah to open the season as opposed to Utah State. Is that where we're headed in the next three years? If, if they don't break the contract and try to move this up to 2024, then maybe college football will look in the interim at restructuring and maybe getting to the point where – This is going to be the haves and the have-nots. Stat of the day, as always, on a Monday or a Tuesday, brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. The merchandise, uh, you can go to danpatrick.com. We got uh, hats there, new hats there, uh, Saturday t-shirts for celebrating the start of college football, and football is fun t-shirt. We have that all available at the store at danpatrick.com. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you is to drive them off the lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles, waiting at your local dealer. Seton O'Connor, Jr., the third, poll question today is...
2: Dan, it's that time of year. They're back with a vengeance. One of Pauly's favorites, the dude poll question. So we're sort of workshopping a few dude poll questions. We'll start with college football, dude. Virginia Tech losing 20-17 to 17 to Old Dominion.
1: We did wonder if Old Dominion, that they had a football program, but also were they Division 1-AA. Yes, Paulie? Virginia
3: Tech schedules Old Dominion for an easy walkover game. You pay them like $800,000. bucks. Mm. 10 years ago, Old Dominion did not have football. They can't go from not having football to beating Virginia Tech in ten years. Mm. That's too fast. That's a toughie.
1: All right, what else do you have, seen? Uh, Dude,
2: Oregon. Got to show up. Hmm. Lost 49-3 to
1: to Georgia. Yeah. 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 I, the Georgia, first seven possessions, touchdowns.
2: Ouch. Okay,
1: work in progress. Yeah. All right, come on, boys. But then you take their defensive coordinator, he's your new head coach, and you would think, could he devise something to then try to <laughs> slow down the offense that he got to see every day in practice? That didn't work out. This one is the uh, dude heard around the world. LSU, 24-23 to Florida State, Each Alley. Okay, I wasn't rooting for either team. I just thought, all right, I'm going to settle in. I like this. This will be fun. And then all of a sudden, I see Florida State, they're going to hold on and win it. And all you got to do is don't fumble the foot. And then they fumble the football down at the two-yard line. And I go, now I'm rooting for LSU. Well, of course, LSU let me down. They go 99 yards, and then they have the extra point block. But that was one of those where you go, Brian Kelly better get off to a good start. Because I go back to when he was there at halftime of the LSU basketball game. And uh, he laid it on a little thick with the accent and family. And then... uh, what did he say? We haven't even lost a game yet? We, I ha-
2: no, he didn't even say we. He said, I haven't even won all my games yet. E-gads. Yeah. gads. Actually, yeah. I, I apologize. He said, and I haven't even <laughs> won all, all of my, my game! games yet. <laughs>
1: After the loss, he didn't have an accent. They kicked the loss, the accent out of him in the loss. Yeah, that's
0: a lost dog. What happened
1: with your accent? They kicked it out of me. I had it. I had it to start.
3: Lost it. Yeah, Paulie. That was the freakiest ending. That the guy, the punt returner, dropped Muffs the second punt. Mm. It looks like Florida State. All they got to do is walk in or kick a field goal. The ninety-nine and and. They gave out the blocked fee, uh, extra point in the same exact position. The same person cut through. Same spot was open. That was the freakiest 10 minutes. Special
1: teams. Yeah. So Alabama beats Utah State. AM over Sam Houston. Michigan over Colorado State. Oklahoma over uh, UTEP. Baylor beat Albany. It was uh, in doubt for a little while. Final 69-10. to 10. USC over <laughs> Rice. Miami, Florida. Bethune-Cookman. Wisconsin over Illinois State. Kentucky beat Miami of Ohio. And Ole Miss over Troy. So uh, I wonder if in the next couple years, that time frame, you start to see maybe college football with the powers shrinking a little bit. That would be my guess because also – you know how much money is going to be made. You're going to have new TV deals, and there's a big piece of the pie for a lot of different teams. Here's Jim Harbaugh, the Michigan head coach, on players sharing in the wealth.
3: I think you know exactly where I stand on that. Uh, well documented that I do believe the players should receive a revenue share. You know, from the massive TV deals that are uh, <laughs> have been worked out. As I you know, as I said back in the summer, I think you know, large large piece should come from the from the the ones who are negotiating those TV deals, you know the Big Ten. I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's seven point something billion. It's a lot
1: of billions. It's a lot of money. You know, uh, yeah, I think the, the players should receive a revenue share. Okay, this is my first reaction. That money's not coming out of Jim Harbaugh's salary. <laughs> yeah, and that's a recruiting pitch right there. Hey, players, I'm right there with you. You guys deserve a cut of this. You need you need to get some of the revenue here. Uh, not out of my contract, but, uh, you know, somebody should be giving that to you. It sounded uh, well done, Coach. Well done. Yes. Yes, Mark.
4: Who put more emphasis on a certain word? Mike Tirico on this year's uh, championship or when Jim Harbaugh said massive? Massive.
1: Yeah. Well, Tarico said that to Rory McElroy that he won this year's FedEx Cup. And then, uh, but Harbaugh, it's. I would say, Harbaugh probably put a little more emphasis on there, because that a, that's uh, that that's a shot at a lot more people there, it's a or, lot of billions. Yes, it that's is a lot of billions. Yes, it is. Say, that's a lot of billions. Uh, what else do we have here, Seton? Poll question wise, are we just settle on that one? I think we're going to start with that one because we got some other dude uh, poll questions percolating a little bit. Yeah, I think people are going to have to do a little research that Virginia Tech lost. They also had. Items stolen in their locker room, apparently. That's unfortunate. Yes. But, uh, their reputation was also taken away from them. No offense. Uh, Oregon. Man, that's just humbling. Like, that's one of those where you... I, I, I started watching, and I didn't watch very long. I watched the first two drives, and I went, nah, ball ballgame. Because they're... I, all I know is I think somebody on this team was trying to sell Bo Nix to me as, well, he's played against him. And I went, no, nope, ain't going to matter. <laughs> Bo Nix, wonderful talent. It ain't going to matter. Yes, yes. He. It's weird when you're looking at the scoreboard, too, because, you know, it's
2: week one, right? So, oh, yeah, Alabama, of course, they beat the crap out of Utah State, 55 nothing, right? And you're going through all these scores. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, 31-0, uh, 45-13. Yeah, Oklahoma over UTEP, of course. Michigan beat up uh, – you know, Colorado State, and then you go, oh, yeah, 49-13, Georgia. Of course they beat the crap out of, oh, Oregon.
1: Yeah. Like, they're supposed to be good. Well, uh, coming up, we'll talk to uh, Stefan Diggs, Buffalo Bills wide receiver. A few things talked to him about. Uh, he was on with us in Minnesota for the Super Bowl, and he joined us in studio, and this after the uh, Minneapolis Miracle And now he's with the Buffalo Bills, but I I like him. There's a lot of things about him to like, Uh, but we'll talk to him. Greg McElroy, a college football analyst for the mothership. Also, uh, Rob McElhaney. He's uh, always sunny in Philadelphia, and uh, he and Ryan Reynolds bought a uh, soccer team. Welcome to Wrexham is a uh, docuseries that they have on their soccer team that's a fifth tier. Soccer team. Is there any lower than five, Seton? There are, yeah. Oh, there are?
2: They're they're on the, so uh, the way that they describe this pyramid, there are lower um, divisions. Yeah. But they're one away from being in that top four that really matters. Oh. So that's where the money starts getting a little bigger. Oh. And so the idea behind the series is they bought it and they're trying to win promotion up until that fourth tier. Uh, But
1: they have a goal to go to the Premier League, I, I guess. Definitely,
2: yeah. Yeah,
1: And I wonder how the locals, if you watch documentaries, uh, Sunderland, Till I Die is a really great, great documentary because it's, it's really about the people. Uh, Leeds, uh, there's a documentary on Leeds, and, and you understand what this means to these towns, these cities. It, it's like college football. College football team, what it means to the town and how it's, it's the lifeblood. It's the pulse of the town. And emotions, they, they vary in how the team does. And, and that's what I wonder, if how long it took Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhenney to get into the, you know, hey, we're going to buy a soccer club in Wales. Hey, all right, yeah, sound like fun. We'll go have some beers. Then you get there, and then you realize how important this is to those people, and they don't want you coming in as a poser. Yes, see There's this funny moment in the first episode
2: where they hatch this plan, right? And they're going, all right, we're going to buy this thing. And, you know, Rob McElhinney's like, oh, I need superhero money. So he brings in Ryan Reynolds, and they're doing all this stuff, and they finally buy the place, and they're standing on the field in Wrexham uh, looking around, and they're like, man, this is amazing. Can you believe we own this? And there's this pause, and he says, you know, there's a chance that this story ends with us being the bad guys. Yeah. Right? Like we could be the villains here. We could be the terrible owners that ruin the club. And, put it, and it sort of dawns on them like, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, you're crazy. right. Because these these locals, they're like, uh, all right, we got some Hollywood pretty boys coming in here. You know, this is this is this means everything to us. Yeah, Paul. And some of the locals'
3: accents are so strong, you need closed captioning. They're speaking English. You know, it's not like they're not speaking English, but the th- accent is so thick, you need closed captioning.
2: Yeah, I see. And I think the show really does a great job of explaining why promotion and relegation is so important to sports, especially it's a, it's this critical component that. You know, when you, you get a, just a little bit of cash put into a team by somebody who has it, and all of a sudden you win your way up three divisions, yeah. you know, the whole town rallies around that. But when you remove that element from sport, it just, they're like, well, what are we doing this for? I'd love to have relegation in college football. Oh, man, it would be great. All
1: right, let me take a break. Just getting started, we get to uh, phone calls, as we always do, on Tuesday after not working on Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. On 9-11, 2,977 people killed in terrorist attacks on American soil. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since then. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young children left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage and lifts the financial burden to bring that family some stability. You have U.S. Army Specialist Jason Wheeler was one such hero. He re-enlisted after 9-11, but uh, training accident injuries left him unable to walk. After years of trying to manage, Specialist Wheeler and his family moved into a mortgage-free smart home that was custom-designed for his needs. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for us, our communities need your help. Help those heroes and their families heal. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month, and you can do so at T2T.org, the letter T, the number two, letter T.org. And we thank you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at
0: 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
3: app.
1: Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkngco Pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick promos Albert Pujols. Hit another home run. He's got 695. So he's one shy of fourth on the all-time list. So one shy of tying Alex Rodriguez, fourth on the all-time list. And he homered against the Cubs in what will probably be his last appearance against the Cubs. And I was wondering, what are his career numbers against the Cubs? Because Albert Pujols loves the Cubs. He has hit 59 home runs against the Cubs. In 99 extra base hits, he has 149 RBIs. He has played just under 200 games. So in just under 200 games, he has 59 home runs and 149 RBIs. Whoa! of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes comes that what? What? Stat of the day. Ah, This is what I would do if I'm Albert Pujols. Let's say you get to 697 to end the season. Just come back to play against the Cubs next year. That's it. You just sign up to play against the Cubs. Since the All-Star break, he is batting 373, 10 homers, and 83 at bats. Pretty amazing stuff. He says he's still going to retire. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the number is. More likely to come back. Albert Pujols, Serena Williams. I'm going to say Serena, because I think Serena saw what she could still do, and it's tough to walk away from that adulation. I know she wants to have another baby. At least she said this, but... Man, when people treat you like that, it's tough to walk away. You know, Albert Pujols is different because he'll get a plate appearance and then you won't see him for another hour. Serena's out there, center court. But I'm guessing Serena, that would be hard to walk away. And and maybe she can. Maybe she just says, I've done every. She has done everything that she needs to do, wants to do, I'm guessing. But felt like there was a part of that when she goes, I don't know. Like, is this your life? I don't know. Now, it didn't have that Tom Brady type feel where Brady's going, I don't know. Hey, never know. I could come out of retirement. And then we saw him come out of retirement after a month. I mean, at least I stayed at home with my family for, I don't know, six weeks before (laughs) I decided. Almost two months. I got almost two months where I go, I got to go back to work here. Uh oh, Paulie's got a September Heisman uh, winner right now. Tradition like none other. Yeah, here we go. So guaranteed to not be a Heisman Trophy candidate in October. Probably
3: not going to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Okay. Right. So there's there's two guys. will leave You know, the quarterback at Kentucky. Kentucky.
1: Kentucky court, uh,
3: football is is spiking up. You know, they're having well. A, f-
1: Kentucky's now a football school, not yeah. a basketball. School.
3: Uh so he's had a <laughs> he had a good start. Um, then you got. Anthony Richardson, the quarterback of Florida, mm. big dude, made for highlights. Yeah. I think he ran for 103 touchdowns. Uh, he he passed for 168. Yeah. Beat Utah on national TV. A lot of people saw it. You got Kentucky versus uh, Florida next week. One of those two guys has to win. I did the math. One of them has to win that game. So either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson will mm. be the new guy for the month of September.
1: Anthony Richardson is getting comparisons to a recently retired NFL quarterback. Anybody want to guess? Because there's going to be talk about Richardson being a first-round draft pick, maybe a top 15 draft pick. I know it's early, and and you can file this away. You can bring it back and say, I thought you said he was talking to somebody yesterday, and I said, man, I love this guy. It was over a year ago. And then I didn't hear much about him. I, I didn't even think he – how many games did he start? Because I thought he was battling to be you know, the starting quarterback. But, but you watch him and, – and Kyle Trask was a better quarterback. But you watched him and you went, man, that guy's got some talent. So who wants to guess the comps for Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback? Pauly? I, I know I'm wrong, but my
3: comp is Dante Culpepper.
1: That's good. But that's not the physicality of that him. that's not the comp that I got. Yes. Eden. You said recently retired.
2: Yeah. Uh, would it be Cam Newton? No. Wow. I'm oh, shocked. I don't know that. that actually Cam is officially retired. No,
1: he's not. Marv.
4: I was thinking Cam also, but I think the NFL retired him. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cam's not retired yet. Todd, you want to join in the uh, fun? I got nothing. All right. Not one name. Ben Roethlisberger. Yay! Hey, blue, 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 blue! Hey.
5: Beyond the wildest. I'm looking at his physique in a picture and I'm like and I just threw out that name. That was weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His ability to shake people off. But yeah, I heard Ben Rofflesberger for Anthony Richardson. Yeah, Paul. So if Richardson,
3: Florida's schedule, they got the nice win against Utah. If they could somehow beat Kentucky, they got South Florida, Tennessee, Eastern Washington, Missouri, and then October gets tough with LSU Georgia A and M. But he could be your September Heisman guy.
1: Uh, Cincinnati losing to Arkansas. I can't imagine Cincinnati has any chance to get into the Final Four again. Uh, Even on the outside looking in. Uh, Utah, you can still win your conference, but can you get into the playoffs? And, And I think Utah was viewed as a dark horse that they could be that fourth team this year. And it is one loss, and it's on the road, but it's to an unranked Florida team. I'm, I'm guessing Florida will be ranked this week. But having that quality loss, if you want to call it. You know, Notre Dame losing at Ohio State. Although I thought I thought Ohio State was a, a lot better team. You know, the score wasn't indicative of that. And, and give Notre Dame credit, the defense played really well because, you know, we've been hearing that offense is going to be one of the great offenses we've ever seen in college football. And I'm sure it will be. But Notre Dame, if you would have said, "Is Notre Dame going to shut down that offense, or at least keep them contained?", I would have went probably not. But could they generate enough offense? And that's going to be the big issue there for Notre Dame. Yeah, Paulie.
3: Utah has uh, a few easy games, and then they have the Pac-10 schedule, Pac-12 schedule. They have at UCLA, which that's a tough place to play these days with that crowd. And then they go host Utah. <laughs> that was sorry, and Then they have USC in mid-October. So that's how Utah can get back in the mix if somehow they take down USC. Yeah,
1: maybe. 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 All right, some phone calls here. Uh, Best and worst of the weekend. We'll go with uh, Mitchell in Alabama. Hi, Mitchell. What's on your mind today?
5: Hey, fellas, what's going on? First of all, roll tide, fellas. No, roll tide. Hey. (laughs) Hey, real quick. I know we talked about a lot of the lopsided losses this past week in college football, but did you guys pay attention to that Tar Heels versus App State game?
1: That was a lot of fun. The fourth quarter, that's all you need to watch. Fourth quarter.
5: The quarterback, Chase Bryce, he actually is from Georgia down in Grayson, Georgia, but I also wanted to mention to you guys, so you talk about uh, Anthony Richardson, and I'm going to throw in K.J. Jefferson. So here's my question I want to ask you guys. With the Powerhouse. Of course I'm a biased SEC guy. What do you guys think with the SEC cannibalizing each other this this year with you're gonna probably have Florida, Arkansas, Bama, Georgia, Texas A and M. Is it a shot that you could probably get three SEC schools in the uh top four?
1: Yeah, you know, they they would be happy that they get two. Greg Sankey, the commissioner, would be happy with too. That's what I wonder where the SEC stands on expansion because, all right, we can have expansion, more teams get into the playoffs, more money there, but I don't know what the guidelines are going to be. Are they going to say, to be fair to these other conferences and have everybody sign off on this, do we put in automatic qualifiers with the conferences? Do we just take the top 12 ranked teams? And from what I'm hearing, that's not the case, that you might have to acknowledge some of these conference winners and give them an automatic berth. Now, do you do eight of those, seven of those? Do you leave room for, and and you have to with Notre Dame, or do you get a third SEC team in there or a fourth SEC team in there if you're doing just the rankings at the end of the year? And that's when I'm curious about college football, what happens over the next couple of years. And we're talking three years. That's a whole lot of time in college football now. Things move fast. And I wonder if you're going to see more of a top 40, top 50 schools and they compete against one another, have an AFC and an NFC. And maybe there's relegation. But I I wonder if that's where we're going to be headed in the next three years. Because if they have decided that it's 2026, you're going to have 12 teams in a playoff. What do you do in the interim? Name, image, and likeness has been decided. Transfer portal's been decided. Feels like conference realignment is the only other thing. Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. Welcome back.
5: Hi, guys. Welcome back from your three-day weekend. Um, hey, best of the weekend. My NOLs are back, like you guys have mentioned blocking a PAT to win the fifth straight game against LSU and family. A little side note on that. Last time LSU lost a head coach's debut, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Uh, My worst, having
1: Serena lose
5: at the U.S. Open and not continue a magical run. So that brings up a question for me to you, Dan. Uh, Who, who's had a larger impact on their sport, Tiger or Serena?
1: I would say Tiger has because he's got more recognition for what he's done. I think Serena is still in a niche sport. Uh, but I think the impact that she's had on women, uh, playing a power game. You know, Martina's the first. Martina is the first to really transform herself into being an athlete. I mean, Steffi Groff was a great athlete. Martina's the first. And I remember... And even doing an interview with Martina back in the 80s where she talked about how people looked at that and thought that was like, how can you be a lady out on the court uh, On the court, and you have muscles? And she said that she couldn't understand that, that don't I want to be the best player? How do I be the best player? I get in the best shape and then I play a completely different game. And then you have Serena. And there have been other powerful players before, athletic players before. But Serena, I mean, that, that was just different, different kind of power that was out there. But I would say that ability to be your own person, uh, we've seen a lot of that, women empowerment there. But but Tiger, I know tennis and golf are global sports, but Tiger, that, that to me was a bigger impact because more people play golf Uh, Than you know, watching tennis and it used to be tennis was big when you had American men who were dominating and, you know, American women as well. You know, Tracy Austin and Chris Everett. I mean, a lot of a lot of very good tennis players. Uh, But, you know, I think Tiger's impact on minorities, being able to play golf, wanting to play golf. I remember growing up golf. You're like, that's my dad's sport. I didn't play until I was 35. Like I don't, I got other things to do and play golf. This is this take. What, I got to go out there and walk for four hours. That doesn't sound like it. I got to carry my clubs. That doesn't sound like any fun. But Tiger made golf cool, so I would probably say, uh, you know, Tiger has, but Serena's not done yet, and, and Tiger's not done either. Yeah, Paulie. Where were you guys watching on Friday night? I was I was in a pub. And they
3: had it on all the TVs, the Serena match. And people were like, she'd get a point. And all of a sudden, like, a few pockets of people would just start clapping. And other people were, who were having dinner were looking around like, what are people clapping about? Because it wasn't
1: like a big NFL game or something. A couple more phone calls in here. Alan in Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind today?
5: Good morning, Dan. Hi, Al. Best of the weekend. The A certain team from New York met in the bed against the Washington Nationals, allowing the Braves to get back within one in the NL East. Worst of the weekend, had a family gathering with three generations of family. My cousin busted out a game or a pack of cards against humanity, which for those who don't know, that's an adult version of apples to apples. Some topics came up on the cards referring to certain acts that the parents didn't get. You guys were talking about having to be the parent, having to talk with your sons and explain things to them. Imagine how awkward it would be being a kid (laughs) having to explain things to the parents.
1: Thank you, Al. Sounds like something Marv would be uh, in the middle of there with Mom.
4: Uh, Yeah, you know what, Mom? We don't have to even talk about that. That's all right. (laughs) can't believe that. So he got game. Spike, why would you do that to me? the assistant coaches knocking on the door, and then...
1: I know. I remember watching a movie with my mom, and there was some nudity in there, and we didn't say a word for about 10 minutes. And and then uh, she goes, well, are you going to say something? And I go... <laughs> <laughs> I go, N- I don't know. I No, I'm not. How old were you at the time? Uh, this was in the last couple of years of her life. Mm. Yeah. But I don't even remember the movie. I just know that we're sitting. I'm trying to forget the whole thing, but it just—I just had this flashback of sitting there, and I was paralyzed. I didn't even take a drink of my beer. I just sat there and went, "Well, are you going to say something?" I go, "No, I—I I got. What do you, I don't know what to say." <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I went, "All right." So we just continued to watch the movie, and I've got. And now in my mind, I'm going, "Oh my god, are there any more scenes like this in the movie?" I'd already seen the movie. And I just thought, if if there's another scene, I'm gonna go get a beer, even if I don't need one. Yeah, see That's it. It is funny that when you get older,
2: and you could be, you know, a grown adult with kids, and you're married, and all this stuff, and you're watching a movie, and some like crazy sex scene comes on, and you look over at your in-laws, and you're like, <laughs> "Hey guys, uh, so I'm gonna get some chips, or you guys, you guys want a drink or anything?" Uh, yeah. Hi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's also weird when you're around somebody, and then you find out that they're pregnant. And then their either parents or in laws are yeah way to go yeah you know like it's it, it's kind of weird that they're rooting for you <laughs> in a way that you're like uh, that's your daughter yeah, you yeah, yeah. All, all right, you got yeah all right yep. I like it way to go and I went oh okay everything's working so far okay. like, yeah. all right all right getting yeah. down to it getting out of hey, business here Good for we you, you, huh. huh? <laughs> I got three daughters. They're not married, and I will not be going, yeah. All right. All right, Tommy. I I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. <laughs> that happened over the weekend. It's like, yeah, I like it, man. Get after it. And I go, what? Yes, Marv.
4: No, thank you. But there is a point where it goes from sex is bad to when are you going to have me some grandbabies? It's um, a weird thing. Mm. It's so weird.
1: Plus, whenever you're around somebody who just had a baby and then somebody goes, is that it? You're going to have another one? I go, my God. And it's usually a guy who, you <laughs> right. know, like he hadn't gone through it. He's like, you, haven't, you guys done or something? You know, hey, you got three girls going to go for a boy. And then the guy is always like, yeah, we'd like to. And then, you know, the, the woman who's had three kids. And she's like, I don't know.
3: Yeah, Paul. I guess the only way we can understand is if, like you built a log cabin with your bare hands, and the minute you got done, you got to build another yeah. one? <laughs> uh, no. I'm going to enjoy this one
1: for a second. I don't know if the pain is the same <laughs> of building a log cabin, but all right, I get the idea. Nail gun in the
3: thigh, you know, maybe. Yeah, There we go.
1: Uh, play of the Day up next the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Simply Safe, cutting-edge security technology, powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents, always have your back. So many reasons to love it. The professional monitoring, the agents call you the moment a threat is detected, and they'll send the police or first responders in an emergency emergency, even if you're not at home or can't be reached. Home protection, they blanket that home. They have uh, advanced sensors for every room and windows and doors, HD security cameras inside and outside your home. And they use proprietary advanced response technology so they can confirm when a break-in is real and then you get priority with the police dispatch. Simplysafedan.com go today, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. com. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports
0: Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the plate, you've already talked about that.
2: You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know what I haven't I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
4: There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
0: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment, in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters
1: everywhere. Get tickets now. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck.
0: Oh, my God.
1: The play, the play's gonna play. of the day.
0: Runner left, side, got it. are going to play it and play it. This is the play
5: of the day. Check this out.
0: Boy the snap, ram with the hole to send it to free football. Snap, spot.
1: That's courtesy of Learfield IMG College. LSU has dropped three straight season openers. In the uh, previous 20 season openers, the Tigers won 18 and lost just two. That's your Play of the Day. Play of the Day brought to you by M-Drive. Supplements for driven guys supporting healthy testosterone. The drive to get things done. Try M-Drive for $5. Text Dan to 55000. Feel good. Accomplish more. Text Dan to 55,000, get your first order for 5 bucks. Message and data rates may apply. The uh, updated college football national championship odds, according to DraftKings. Alabama is your big favorite, followed by Georgia, Ohio State. Clemson is at plus 1,000. Alabama is at plus 160. USC plus 2,000. Uh, you got Alabama and Texas. That'll be spicy at Texas. Coming up uh, this weekend. Any other games of note? I was wondering why college football didn't have a game yesterday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. You had games Sunday night and Monday night, and I thought, man, you could sneak another game or two in there. You have the weekend to yourself because after that, you got NFL, and NFL arrives and comes in kicking, swinging. It's Buffalo and the Rams. Stefan Diggs, the Buffalo Bills wide receiver, will join us coming up in the final hour of the show, I believe. Yes, Pauline?
3: It's a mishmash weekend because mish-mash. some teams like Ohio State starts with a tough game. If you start with a tough game week two, you go cupcake. Eh, no offense. Uh Ohio State versus Arkansas State. But there are some good ones, mm-hmm. like um one really nice one, Tennessee at Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. If, and Tennessee's favored by a touchdown. Is that right? I think I I, I On the so, Road? Wow. I think so. And yeah. I thought this is a pit. Team that should have beaten West Virginia.
3: Yeah, Tennessee given six and a half. That's a good sign for their program. Or did West? Uh, Pitt
1: did beat West Virginia. Yeah, and they're seven point underdogs.
3: You got uh, uh. Kentucky, Florida. That's better than a, you know. That's actually a pretty good game. Arizona State, Oklahoma State, USC, Stanford, mm. and uh, well, Baylor, BYU.
1: I think that's a late. That night That one's night. good too. Yeah. That that's spicy too. That's late night for you. Yeah, I like that. I like that. The Steelers have announced that Mitchell Trubisky will be the starter, and I get that. I'd start out with Trubisky. I don't think he did anything to lose it. Now, you could say, did Kenny Pickett do enough to win it? But I'm going to start out with Trubisky. I'm fine with that. I saw some odds here. Will the Bills start out 5-0 and this season? And I thought, all right, I never thought I'd be talking about it. You could bet on that. DraftKings says, plus 550 that they will, no, is minus 1,000. thousand. five opponents, five opponents starting, Rams, Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, that's not easy. That's not easy. And I, I, I think we look at the Steelers and we go, oh, they lost Ben. Going to be a down year. I don't think so. I think maybe you've lost – the You know, the, the face of your franchise when Ben retired, but you still got a couple of good defensive players. I got a good running game. You know, can Trubisky be a good quarter? If you gave me Trubisky with the Bears, I think I'd be okay with that if I'm a Steeler fan. Now, you might go the ceiling with Kenny Pickett is higher, and I agree. But if Trubisky can give you steady, good football, and that's a tough division, too. But I don't. I don't think the Steelers are going to be kicked to the curb here that easily. Uh, the Dolphins. I have the Ravens winning the North. Titans. I'm just not sure. Is this the last year the Titans are a formidable team? Man. And you got the Colts, who are could be potential Super Bowl candidates here. I know it is. It is. And then you open up. I got the uh the Rams Thursday night. What's the line on that? Rams favored by two? Bills, I got Bills favored by two and a half. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised at that. What's the biggest point spread? I got the
3: Texans getting eight from the Colts. Okay. I have the uh let me see here. Your Jets getting seven from the Ravens. Those are the biggies. The, oh, yeah. So pretty competitive for week one. In comparison to those college football lines. Yeah. 31 and a shouldn't, half.
1: Shouldn't the Jets and Lions be able to play like Arkansas State or Utah State? Just to Can can you ease into the season if you're a bad football team?
3: Yeah, Paul. Monday Night Football next week, Broncos giving mm. six and a half
1: to the Seahawks. Oh, Russell Wilson Jr., did you see Russell Wilson's home that he bought? He and Sierra and their three kids. I think. I think it's over twenty million. I think it's got twelve bedrooms, twenty-two bathrooms. I never understood that. Why? Why do I need so many bathrooms? Yes, Paulie. Unless this
3: is incorrect. I've got it that's only four bedrooms. Two of the kids are sharing a room. How many bathrooms? Twelve. Oh. It's only four bedrooms? And twelve bathrooms?
1: One more item as we close out hour one. Get ready for Thursday night football. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings giving new customers a can't miss offer. Celebrating the start of the season, betting $5 on Thursday's game, get $200 in free bets instantly. As an added bonus for Thursday, everyone could experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Bet on Buffalo or LA to win. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Promo code is PATRICK for $200 in free bets instantly when you place that $5 bet on Thursday night. So you have to be at least 21 years of age, but that varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football all terms